Hey loves. Welcome to Sierra and Ryan. Talk the talk. Sierra and Ryan is all about putting book talkers at the center of the story. And we're here to find out all of their main character moments. Starting with these two main characters, my name is Ryan at Rye underscore Brary on TikTok. And my incredible co-host is... I am Sierra at cc.b.reading on TikTok as well. Ryan and I are both book talkers and we love this community and we want to take the time to get to know you guys, other book talkers who are also a part of this amazing community as well. And so each episode will bring in a new book talk celeb. We're going to dive into their lives a little bit, try to get them um, a little bit on the personal side. In the middle of the show, we've asked everyone to bring a show and tell item, something from their shelves or some kind of recommendation, something that gives a little insight into them. And then we're going to close it out with a quick wit, rapid fire lightning round, try to get some off the cuff responses and keep them on their toes a bit. I'm so excited for today's guest. Today's guest is very, very complex and cool and so intelligent. Oh and my God. I hope is willing to share some of the latest developments. I know. Fingers crossed. She's got some good things coming up for her. Um, and I just, I have like a little girl crush on her. I think she's so hot. So I really cannot Me. wait to talk to her. I know. Um, Patches, also known as... Patches Paper Cut is that at at, at Patches, Patches Paper Cut on yes. TikTok? Yes, so incredible. Has a really cool. We are both in black today, yes. fittingly for the morbidly curious book club um, that Patches hosts. Yeah, which is very cool. Also, a really interesting um, tabber, and I think <sighs> uses the tabbing for the book club. Like has specific book club tabs which i think yeah. is really cool so oh, she's very thorough i've tuned into one of her um lives for the book club and she is amazing i mean she's just very thorough very detailed i enjoy her so much and she really seems to shine the most in when she's talking about her book reviews so i cannot wait to talk to her very honest book reviews yeah. I need yeah, to and she's a non-fiction why so we didn't love daisy jones and the six <sighs> my favorites you know what it happens to all of us does, um, does. but with that being said friend um i think it's time we have a talk i think it's time we talk the talk So we are here with our guest, the beautiful, the awesome. I've been so excited to have her on the show. Everyone say hello to Patricia, also known as Patches Undercut, right? Is that right? Patches Paper Cut. Patches Paper Cut. <laughs> At least you got the patches right. People I know. say like Pamela Paper Cut. And I'm oh like, who's that? Who says that? Who's that? It's somebody, I had a giveaway and whoever won was like... I think it's Pamela or I think it's Patches. And I was like, wow. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela paper cut. That'll be next season on Drag Race. I like that. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a good one. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm on time. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> yes, you are. So Patricia has a little over 6,000 on the, the Patches paper cut page, but 
we looked into you and your other page is popping, okay? Her other TikTok page, You Can Call Me Patches, has over like 870,000 followers. Major. How did you For some reason, I spend more time on BookTok. I don't know what it is. I just, it was an accident, completely an accident. Just kind of posted a video really late one night and woke up the next morning with 10,000 followers and then a lot of people wanting me to talk about true crime. So it's my job now. I mean, that's not a bad job. You know, true crime is such a really, like, big, it's, like, really big right now. So I think you're right on the money in terms of what people want to listen to. And I know you're probably, like, you probably have, like, more women listeners or followers than anything. Because women, for some reason, love, (laughs) myself included, (laughs) love to watch about murder and talk about it. So, yeah, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I, um, I really love the community that I found on, on Book Talk. So this is, this is nice. I love this. Which came first, book talk or true crime? Or was it a kind of symbiosis at the same? I think it was just, well, I didn't want a TikTok to begin with. My sister, who's a little bit younger than me, was like, you have to do this. So I think back in like late 2019 or early 2020, I was like, fine. We're all stuck in quarantine, you know, whatever. I'll download TikTok. Mm -hmm. I've rearranged my room four times. Why not show it off? So I downloaded it and then I saw... November of 2020 that there was this trend going around uh, the no nuance November or whatever so I did a true crime edition and mm-hmm. it blew up so wow. yeah and then I saw that book talk was a thing and I was like oh because oh, like around quarantine I feel like a lot of us kind of rekindled a love for reading mm-hmm. or like healing that inner child you know <laughs> naturally <laughs> yes. um so I was like you know what I'll just make a separate account because I don't want this to get jumbled up um people on true crime don't want to hear about books and you know vice versa so maybe but i wanted to keep it separate so um but yeah that's been really fun i love spending time on book talk it's it's where all my energy is at definitely right now true crime needs a break every once in a while when you start having like nightmares about serial killers you know you need to (laughs) you need to maybe take a break and just talk about fluffy books so oh yeah Absolutely. So I know that you're mostly a nonfiction reader for the most part, but I wanted to ask you, was that always uh, something for you or did you start with like romance and you're like, this is too fluffy for me. Let me get into some happy stuff. You know, I, I really love, I mean, duh, but I really, if I'm talking about true crime, I'd love to actually have an idea of what's, you know, all the details and all the details are typically found in books. So I read a lot of nonfiction, true crime stuff just to, um, ensure that I have all the facts straight, but also you can find a lot of true crime uh, cases. Family members have written books, which is really, um, you know, it's, it's really dark and deep and you get to hear like the inside scoop about people's, you know, worst part of their life. So it's, it gives you kind of this voyeuristic feel, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, I always read growing up. My mom was the cool mom that allowed me to read Harry Potter and, you know, wasn't too scared about the, the devil. And I would, go, <laughs> I would go with my mom to the one bookstore that is now gone. I have to travel to go buy books now, which I guess is a good thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, we would go to the one bookstore at midnight, go pick up Harry Potter. And um, I read fantasy and stuff like that growing up, but it really fell off. Like I did not start reading again until 2019 or so. Um, and I don't even remember why. I just kind of like picked up a couple of books and loved them. And I was like, well, great. This is what I'm going to be spending all my money on. But I love stories. You know, I love video games and I love, you know, all this uh, movies, of course. I have a film degree, so it's it's always something story related. And I love. Very cool. Wow. I love, yeah, I love stories. <laughs> 
I have a couple of questions. <laughs> okay. I'm like, that just blew my mind just now. Sorry. Great. The film. So I had a one question about um, just your job. So let me start with the the true crime has now become your job. So can you tell us a little bit? Did you leave a nine to five type of deal? And is that a recent development? You did. Yeah. Wow. So I was I well, I got my film degree. Back in 2017, I graduated with, with a bachelor's, and then I live in North Carolina. Thank you. I loved it. I, I went to Western Carolina. Go Cats. I love it. Um, Go I Cats. went to. I love it. I went there, and then I was like, okay, I don't really want to work in Charlotte. Sorry, Sierra. I don't really want to be in Charlotte. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be here either. She's like, I get you. I was like, let me just move to LA, see what happens, and surprisingly, within a week of being there, because of all the connections I had, I started working on started working on shows, but then I eventually moved back to North Carolina. Um, I was working as a concierge at this really nice apartment complex. <laughs> Riveting job. Really great. Um, Good people watching. I, yeah, <laughs> listen, I had that was the best boss I've ever had. If you're watching Havis, I love you. But <laughs> I decided like with the true crime TikTok popping off, and then I, I signed a contract to work on this show called um, I Met My Murderer Online. Mm-hmm. which wow. required like 100% of my attention, but I could do it from home. So I was like, let me just, I just want to go home for a little while. Like LA was great. I feel, I made a lot of friends out there, but I feel like four years I had my time. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to just go home and like not have to worry about the big city. And I'm, I'm so much happier here and I'm able to record my podcast that I do with the show in my bedroom. And I'm able to record myself for the show because I'm a talking head in my bedroom. But mm-hmm. Along the way, I pick up a couple of different jobs. I'm actually going to be on ABC's 2020 in March, talking about Robert Durst. Wow. Um, Amazing. Like, I just, it's so weird. Like, I can't have a nine to five right now because I will get an email from some random stranger tomorrow asking me to be on some show. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so much fun, though. I love what I do. It's, you know, it's work here and there. I can't depend on any income, but it's, like, the most rewarding thing ever. So, it's... It's really confusing when people ask me what I do, so I just so, say stuff. A lot. <laughs> yeah, so a lot. TikTok has like kind of transformed got. your life in a sense then. Is oh, that yeah. like, wow. Absolutely. Incredible. TikTok changed my life completely, and it was completely on accident. Can I ask what your favorite part of film school was? And for, I mean, this is like novice. I love movies, and I love yeah. watching yeah. movies, and I do love those behind-the-scenes featurettes on the well, when DVDs and all those things were so dear. <laughs> right. well, that's parts... actually what got me into film school. Oh, I was, cool. I was watching like the behind the scenes of Harry Potter when I was a kid. And I saw, you know, Alan Rickman, Severus Snape, like laughing. And then my mind was like comprehending characters and stuff like that, you know. So that's what got me into it, too. I was a writer, though. I loved writing. I took the most, I took like seven or eight writing classes when I was there. And they were absolutely amazing stuff. Um basically writing your own show, how to write your own show, um, rewriting a script. So you would literally take a class and bring in one of those scripts that you wrote on the side and just pick it and pull it apart. Um, adapting the scripts. Like there was just so many amazing writing classes um, that I had with a professor who unfortunately left my senior year. And then I had another amazing professor. But yeah, the writing classes were probably my favorite. They, there was just a group of really amazing people there at the school. So but I also was like in a very small graduating class. I was friends with everybody. I was dating somebody at the time and I'm still fortunately friends with him. But um, yeah, it was it was a great time. It was a great time. I'd go back tomorrow. I'd go back tomorrow if I could. 
this that makes a lot of sense and i want to kind of like you know pivot <laughs> to your book club because i tuned in um first let's let's okay what let's start from the beginning <laughs> how how do we get here let's talk about this name all right the morbidly curious book club how did we get here? Okay. You know, I mentioned you yesterday. I was talking about I was talking about you um, and how you're in the CrossFit cult. Um, well, you but, don't have uh, to say it. <laughs> <laughs> because we were talking about how, like, the last book we just read, how crazy everything was, and the book club itself sounds like a cult. And I'm like, man, what am I, what am I doing? Um, so I again have a lot of nonfiction true crime books. I mean, like an ungodly amount because a lot of them you can find in thrift stores. So I've just like accumulated a hundred at least mm-hmm. true crime nonfiction books, but also some weirder stuff. A little bit, you know, a little darker mm-hmm. stuff about death and, you know, stuff about morally ambiguous scientific history. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get through all these unless I have some help. <laughs> so it's like, why not make a book club? Yeah. Let's see what happens. And it took off. I have almost 400 members in it. And fortunately, wow. not that many people show up to meetings because that would be devastating. But um, a bunch of really amazing people are in it. And I always, you know, try and give people an opportunity to join. So I go live on TikTok or I'll go uh, put the video on YouTube afterwards. And I was so excited that you showed up, Sierra. I was so excited because I knew you had mentioned something. You had commented something. You were like, I have some thoughts about this book. I- um <laughs> But I love it. I, I mean, it's it's so much fun. It's become like, you know, my favorite little hobby, I guess, if you want to call it a hobby. I spend so much time with it, but it's just so rewarding because, one, I don't feel as alone reading weird stuff. But, yeah, you know, two, yeah. it's I'm actually getting through my TBR. So. Right. Well, I, w- I wanted to mention the book club because I, when you said that you were, you know, you went to school for write, you, you uh, enjoyed writing. And I was telling Ryan prior to that. Your book club, the way you you ran it, was so good. Like you really had like all your points laid out. And no, I mean I am a fan. Like I I love when people are organized like that. I mean it makes me hot. Like woo, she's organized. It's hot in here, you know. So <laughs> I'm so glad you just said that because I had asked um, Sierra earlier. I saw one of your videos where you tabbed Cultish. I think was the book for book club. Yeah. And I wanted to know. I guess kind of on that point, do you read books or do you look at books differently now? that you're the ones that you're going to have for book club, do you find yourself reading them differently or? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I was actually going to make a video about this too, because um, Steph reads a lot on book talk. I'm sure you guys are mutuals with her too. We, uh, she always has like a question of the day and I was going to make a video about like whether or not you annotate books or like how do you destroy books while you're reading them? If I get a book from Barnes and Noble or Amazon or something or a local bookstore, I keep that thing in pristine condition. Like I hate cracking the <laughs> spine and I just I'm barely turning the pages. I want to keep it in like immaculate condition. True crime books though, I'm like drawing in it. I'm you know, <laughs> writing everything down. Any like thought I have, I'm writing it out and I'm, you know, tabbing it. So I definitely dissect it a lot more, not only because I want to be organized, which I'm glad it shows because I spend a lot of time, I <laughs> I spend tell. a lot of time on it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it sometimes isn't the best because I find a lot of errors sometimes, which I hate doing. Um, I feel so bad when I do, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, be, it becomes more, I don't want to call it a job because it's not necessarily a job, but it's definitely like. I had to be prepared. Like, it's like I'm preparing yeah, for school. Like, I can't just... Yeah. The first <clears throat> meeting that we had, I didn't finish the book. And it was so embarrassing. Granted, the first book we read was like 500 pages. But 
oh, didn't finish this it. Is interesting. And I felt so bad. And I was like, I, this can't happen again. <laughs> this can't happen again. This is so bad. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely look at things differently now just because I spent a lot of time just spend a lot of time making sure I have my shit together. Excuse me. I don't know if I can cuss on you. Oh, you're oh, good. Yeah. Just making sure you're I have good. it together. Speak freely. <laughs> wow. Very cool. Okay, here's what I do want to know. Are you only reading nonfiction or do you ever like sneak in a like a uh, like a sci-fi or a fantasy or even a romance? Oh, yeah. Do you find I, that well, you need that to break it up? Or you know, sometimes you might want to break between, you know, true crime and death and murder. <laughs> absolutely. Listen, absolutely. I Especially, too, if I'm reading a book that, like, a family member has written about their loved one that, uh, oh, my God, yeah, I need, I need to read about something a little more fluffy. With that being said, though, I actually really don't like reading romance. I have, like, some, <laughs> so, I don't know what it is. It feels so cookie cutter to me, and I don't, like, talk about this out loud on Book Talk because I'm sure I would be eaten alive. But um, I, I just, I prefer sci-fi right now. Like, I, I kind of was rekindling my reading a couple years ago and trying to figure out what I enjoy and recently it's been sci-fi and what's weird is i don't really have like a huge knowledge of the genre i don't really like watching sci-fi movies but i really love reading sci-fi so that's Mm -hmm. become like my favorite thing right now um but yeah i mean sometimes i'm such a mood reader so sometimes i'll be like all right today's today feels like a historical fiction day i don't know why (laughs) today feels like a ya contemporary i don't know why um but yeah sci-fi has been probably my favorite to read recently um and i've i've I'm reading like eight books at once right now too, and seven of them are thinkers sci-fi. So. Oh wow! And you're multitasking, and you remember like everything that goes on in the books. I've wow. joked about that before. That that's like the only superpower I have is being able to remember, kind of what's going on in books. I don't know why, but it's. We talked about I'm, that. I'm not another, complaining. Another episode of people reading it. the book and then completely forgetting. Yeah. Very interesting. Sometimes I don't have. If it's like a really bad thriller, I do enjoy thrillers as well. But sometimes they are. It's a hit or miss with thrillers. There's been some thrillers that I have rated on Goodreads like four, three, four stars. Don't remember a thing. No idea what happened. But apparently I liked it. I, don't, I liked it at the moment. I, I liked it then, I guess. So. Speaking of ratings, I'm on screen. Okay, I'm more bashful and really more scared. But I am with two people who happen to leave very honest book reviews. And so I think... Um, w- where does that no fear come from? I, I definitely, because you just talked about the romance where, you know, we we're a little nervous of saying the wrong thing about this author oh, yeah. or this person because there are the groups will come after you. Um, right. I am still kind of locked in that a little bit, um, but I love that you two freely give your no holds bars opinion. So what do you think makes you feel so comfortable just to put it out there? Just so funny. I was thinking about you again the other day, Sierra, because I feel like I gave a book a wrong rating. Like, maybe this didn't deserve four stars. Maybe this was like, I don't know. I Well, I mean, I've learned my lesson recently because I gave one book that was absolutely loved uh, one star and I had to take the video down. Oh, my God. Because I didn't, I, I just, I didn't, I feel bad, of course, but if I really hated the book, I will let you know. Like, if yeah. I had issues with it, I will let you know. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't really, I don't know. I think I just, because when I started reading again and I started watching people on booktube specifically, they were always very honest with their ratings. So that just kind of gave me this pathway, I guess, of ensuring that I'm, I, you know, stand my ground. Hey, I didn't like this. 
Now I'm going to yep. say it. <laughs> right. I, was, I might yeah. have to take the video down, but I'm going to say it somewhere. I don't know. So, I don't know. It's just always been, I've just been led by some amazing people who are like, don't be afraid about this. You know, you're, it, you, if you didn't enjoy it, you didn't enjoy it. That's all. Yeah. You know, it's not going to appeal to everybody. No book is yep. perfect. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And I think that kind of goes into like posting on TikTok. I mean, no one is like exempt from getting, you know, the trenches like coming after you with the with the torch like, how dare you? Yeah, you know, right. and it, you're and it's really up to you if you want to like deal with that. But I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't care if people don't dis, uh, disagree, like they don't agree with my opinion. I'm going to say it. Um, yeah. And that's how I felt about that one sp- particular romance book. We won't we won't <laughs> we don't have to name it. Um, but we all know what I'm talking about here. I didn't want to name the one either that I was talking about. So I don't want to bring this but, up again. But you know, it's okay to stand firm in, in your in your opinion. You know, I think that's what's really awesome. I think a lot of people forget that we are on like a, a spectrum of opinions, and mm-hmm. for a group of people to come at you and say like, "Oh, I can't believe you didn't like this." Well, you better believe it because that's what I said. <laughs> And I don't feel bad about it. And I so don't feel bad about keep it. Keep on scrolling. I don't know what to tell you. Those are the same people who will come in the comments and be like, I hated that damn book. <laughs> what the hell? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Did we read the same thing? Right. So that's why you just don't be afraid, friend. Put more reviews out there. You can do that. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. He's like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Got it. <laughs> I said I in another podcast, you. I did. I hated Akatar, so... I haven't read it. I haven't read it. I don't. I'm not interested. I don't see. I, don't think, uh, I have one, a couple I... of her books. I have The Throne of Glass and Akatar. Mm-hmm. I only have Akatar because I found the original cover at like a thrift mm. store, and I was like, "This is gonna be worth some money if I don't like this." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> smart. Very, very smart. Very so, very smart. <laughs> but I am not rushing to read it. I don't know. I just. It's not my thing. Like not fantasy's bad. cool, it's... but like. Yeah. I don't there's so much hype like I don't and then again I don't want to say I don't like it because right they come out the woodwork so <laughs> they do they come out of nowhere like how'd you even find me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all fan club members for that particular author for anyone listening I know yeah I but I did want to ask you, you seem really good at like uh kind of bringing about a lot of people to what you're doing what do you think that is you know with your with your other page and even having 400 members in your book club like what do you think it is about yourself that people gravitate towards you and really want to be a part of whatever it is that you're doing I mean I think I'm pretty hot first of all what did I say <laughs> what did I say I, no Just listen kidding. I've been telling Ryan I said I have like a Truth. little girl crush on her I think she's so hot Stop. <laughs> I'm blushing I'm blushing because I feel the same way <laughs> Um, I'm gonna leave. Let y'all enjoy. <laughs> no, I'm very full of myself. You have to be whenever you're in front of a camera. But mm-hmm. um, I think I mean obviously the following on true crime TikTok is it's probably the only reason that this goes anywhere because there's so many people looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't I was. I was excited when I hit 10 members in the book club. I was showing my boyfriend, like, oh, my God, I can't. There's 10 people who actually want to read dark books like I do. Um, I, th- I mean, that's the only it's the only thing I can think of is just it actually reaches a good amount of people. And I'm mm-hmm. very, very lucky and fortunate to have that. And I don't think it would happen otherwise. I mean, I would be excited again if there were only 10 members in the book club. I would be stoked because it's just it is fun to kind of bring in people 
like that, like-minded people like that. So, absolutely. How do you manage the engagement level between book club and then, I mean, what's the average mm-hmm. engagement on one of your true crime posts? If you've got oh, almost 900,000 followers, that's got to be pretty <laughs> high per, I feel, yeah. Well, I will say TikTok doesn't like people talking about murder. So a lot of my Ooh. videos will be taken down, um, which is scary um. because then I could lose my whole account. Yeah. So you have to be very, very careful with what you say. That's why, you know, there's certain ways of saying... You don't even want to say murder. You'd say unalive somebody or unalive mm-hmm. themselves. Like you don't. You have to be like. There's like a whole other lingo with true crime TikTok. Some people do very well on the app, and I'm very fortunate to be mutuals with like everybody. Most of those bigger true crime content creators with like a million followers, I'm mutuals with, mm-hmm. um, and we're good friends, which is amazing too. I'm in a couple of group chats with people, and they they all do very well on the app. Some people will post a video and they'll get like five million. Um, which is amazing. But the, recently I've been spending more time on Book Talk, I think, because the engagement is more there. In my true crime videos, I'll post a video and all the comments will say, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, you know, if shadow banning is actually a thing, but I'm sure it is. And I also just don't post that much on there anymore. Um, I need to, of course, but it just depends. Some videos will do really well and some videos will not do well at all. So it just, it honestly depends. I think the best video I've had was 6 million views. Um, which some people get in an afternoon, which it's crazy. Oh my God. (laughs) That's a lot. Luckily it was a good one too. It sucks when the bad ones go viral and you're like, I wasn't wearing makeup, but this one was forever. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody saw that shit. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it varies. I can't control the algorithm and I hate that of course, but, uh, it's just, it depends. But TikTok definitely does not like people talking about true crime. It's not the app that they want. They'd rather you dance. They'd rather you, you know, use songs. They'd rather you go viral and like do something funny like Vine. Like who's yeah. going to talk about true crime on Vine? You know, think of taking Fuck away all the second strips. Yeah. <laughs> Vine has a chokehold on this generation yes. for good reason. It does. Because Vine was amazing. It was a classic. It was good. It was so good. It was very, very good. It was. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. I think it's time for us to switch gears Let's and do for it. you to really show nice. us. <clears throat> it's show and tell time. Oh, God. So we always ask everyone who, who visits the show to bring us something, either what they're reading or, you know, anything that just kind of makes them feel good or whatever they want to show us and show the world. So, <laughs> Patricia, what did you bring us today? I mean, I guess I would just, I really wanted to show off the book club. I mean, I just really wanted to show off that and how much effort I put into it. I love it. Um, yeah. It's, it means so much to me, so I would just, I don't, it's obviously not like a tangible thing, but mm-hmm. follow the book club on Instagram um, and read some morbidly curious books with us. There's a lot to learn. You could be in a cult and you don't even know it. Mm. I didn't like, know is it at morbidly <laughs> curious book? It's at the morbid, the morbidly curious book club on Instagram. And from there you can Amazing. join. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. Right now, we are reading a book by Queen Caitlin Dowdy. I love Caitlin Dowdy, one of the most uh, renowned morticians of our time. And she goes around the world uh, discussing death with people and how people, even today, handle their dead. And it's remarkable to read because some countries are baffled at cremation. And some people, I won't get too morbid on this because it gets really dark. But um yeah, it's just, it's an interesting view of the world and how we all respect our dead, so. Interesting. So when you are in a book club, I 
you're like, let's um, let's go there for a second. <laughs> if we're reading the book together, what is there chat that happens before we all kind of meet? What's the kind of rundown? Well, I we use the book club uh, book club's website, bookclubs.com, which is a godsend. I absolutely love it and recommend it wholeheartedly if you're thinking about starting a book club. And from there, I can put in uh, messages that people can respond to. Um, or we do polls from there, which is how we decide our Ooh. books. But it's weird because I was in a couple of book clubs when I lived in LA and of course those were all in person and it was great to like go around the table and like talk mm. about our thoughts. But now we're having to do it not only over Zoom because of quarantine, but because, and this is also amazing, people are all around the world in our mm. uh, in the wow. book club. So um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try and post. Recently I've been reading the books later in the month closer to the date, so I'm more knowledgeable of what exactly it was, but I try to read it periodically throughout the month and post stuff on Instagram. That's been my favorite thing to do uh, from cool. the book. little fact or something or just a little splice of it or some artwork from the book that I can find online. That's like my favorite thing to do and it seems to get the most interaction. So it's very cool. So you get to kind of trail through as we're reading together and then yeah. once a month um, there's like a full coming together. Yes, at the end of the month, Ooh. I release a Zoom link, and people can cool. join if they want, but I totally understand that that's kind of weird sometimes, and I go live on TikTok for people to join that way, because who wants to hop on a Zoom with a bunch of strangers? <laughs> I, I, I get did it. it in Discord, and every and the people who were there, they joined from Discord, and that wasn't too bad, and they could mm. pop up with their video, but like you said, there, there's so many ways of like making this thing happen, and so... I love that you use book clubs because I, I get the emails and everything. Cool. So <laughs> I see <laughs> yeah. you do the polls and what I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. I didn't know you could do that. I wish I would have known that when I made it, you know, but right. we're learning. We're learning as we go through. But, yeah, I think that's awesome. Do people like talk to each other in, in the chat in the book clubs thing? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Um, I, I think because there's so many members, though, people do get kind of shy again, which I totally understand um, mm. that they're worried to say something sometimes. So the most interaction I get is actually from going live on TikTok, which is a lot of fun. Of course, yeah. I love seeing familiar faces pop up, like a girl I went to college with who's still one of my best friends. Wow. She popped up in the live, and then Sierra came in the live, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. And then Allison was in the Zoom, and I was like, oh, my God, and Nathan popped in the Zoom, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So <laughs> it's it's great to – book clubs really allows that. You can't do any videos, like, in the app, so I did have to, like, buy Zoom and all that, but it was totally worth it. It was totally worth it. So do um, you I was going to do Discord. Record? Yeah, yeah, screen? I do. Ah. I do screen record so I can um, post it to YouTube later, and then people can also comment on my cool. YouTube. Um, I, I put it everywhere. I want everybody to see this. <laughs> no, that's right. You put all that work. In, they should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to my, all of my things. <laughs> do all the things. Please. Wow, that's very awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right, so we've reached the point in the broadcast where we are going to take Patch's paper cut through some quick wit lightning round. So Patricia, at Patches Paper Cut, are you ready for some quick wit? Not at all. Let's go. <laughs> Morning, noon, or night? Night. Favorite book growing up or a favorite book from high school? Crime and Punishment. Of course. Where are you a regular? Book. Oh, God. My living room. Fair. Celeb that's a friend in your head or a celeb crush? Celeb crush. Oh my god, there's too many. Oh my god. 
I have like actual celeb friends in real life, so they're gonna be angry if I don't mention them. Oh my god. Oh, what's her name? Oh no. <sighs> Fudge. She was just on the Black Widow movie with Scarlett Johansson, and she was in Florence Midsommar. Pugh. Yes, oh, she that's the love of my life. Okay, and Yelena. Oh yeah. And I can't New even Black say Widow. her name. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's hot. Mm-hmm. Love her. If you could take us anywhere in the world tomorrow, where are we going? Asheville, North Carolina. It's my favorite place on earth. Hey. <laughs> Do you fall asleep to music, TV, or nothing? TV. I gotta have something playing, Rum. I'm going to start hearing stuff. <laughs> should get that checked out. <laughs> I love falling asleep to TV. What is your best Halloween costume ever? Well, I have one for this. So when I moved to LA, I shaved my head because I was going through it. It looked great, by the way. I was 11. I was 11 from Stranger Things. And it's ah, like the best costume um, I've ever had. I can see it. Amazing. <laughs> I need to see pictures of this. I need to see pictures. Sarah, you need to join the club. That is now two people who have shaved their head for their favorite Halloween costumes. Oh, I used to be. I'll send you guys some pictures. I used to be bald. Oh, okay. I used to shave oh, that. so good. <laughs> yes. I'm sure that looks so good. Oh, it was so good. It was so you good. You got to shave your head at least once. At least I, once. You do. True. You do. Just to let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, where are we? Okay. What is your theme song or your go-to karaoke song? Oh, God. I do not sing karaoke exactly for this reason. Um, Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer. It's like my favorite song ever. <laughs> yes! Yes! Now we're talking. Very good. Now we're talking. And I don't read romance. I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Listening to that while we're um, reading Caitlin Downey. It's all good. Oh, How many books have you read this year? I think I just read 26. Oh, just finished up my 26th book. Awesome. All right. <laughs> and this is the last question. Okay. I'm ready. What was the last thing to make you smile? You two. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Probably some cats, too. My cats always make me smile. But, yeah. How many cats do you have? Well, I have three, but I only live with two. Another mm-hmm. one's at my parents, but the cats that are with me now are the sweetest, sweetest boys ever. Mm-hmm. You'll see them make an appearance sometimes in my book talk page. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love them. Well, Patches, you survived. Quick wit. Well done. <sighs> I'm sweating. <laughs> that was easy. Cut it out. <laughs> I know. I was like, what are they going to ask? How deep is this going to get? <laughs> Not that deep at all. <laughs> We want to thank you so much for being here. Would you like to tell the people all of your socials, where they can find you, the book club? Just give them all the rundown. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. This is going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so on Instagram, you can find me at, you can call me Patches, which is just like my personal page. But I also have a book club page at the Morbidly Curious Book Club. And then from there, you can actually join the book club if you would like. Um tiktok at patches paper cut for book bookish things and then at you can call me patches for true crime and more horrific things uh, i'm mm-hmm. on twitter but i'm barely on twitter I, think, I don't even know what the username is forget that um if you want to watch some really cool documentary that i'm in you can go to tubi tubi.com and go check out famously haunted amityville i'm on nice. that nice. and then coming up soon is my abc 2020 interview discussing robert durst and then I Met My Murderer Online is kind of everywhere. You can check out the IMDb, and it's a network true crime show. So 
I'm all over the place. You can't escape me. Wow, wow, wow. You're so <laughs> awesome. Thanks again for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. This was so such excited. a fun interview. Very, You're very amazing. <laughs> I'm an even bigger fan of you now. So. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love this. Wow. That was a major talk. I think I love her even more now. <laughs> Lots of mind blow. I didn't realize I feel embarrassed and what is wrong with me? I did not realize what a celebrity we were dealing with. Me neither. I mean, I feel she's ashamed. Been, she's been on like several documentaries. She's coming up on 2020 like shows out the wazoo to be famously haunted. I met my murderer. Yes. Says it's everywhere. And then it's going to be on 2020 to talk about Robert Durst. That's huge. That's huge. Also, because we've been laughing like well, we're giving people the 2020 treatment, <laughs> except Patches is actually going to be on 2020. Right. It's impressive. It's, it's so cool. And you know, I think that just kind of goes to show how amazing TikTok can be. Like, it's like she said, it changed her life. Like, she's really like kind of like doing not full time, but I mean, she doesn't have time to do anything else. So she gets to put all of her time and efforts into, you know, creating true crime content and you know, doing the book club and whatnot. That's so amazing. I mean, I think that's every, cre as a creative myself, that's every creative's dream is to like, do what you love for this, doing the stuff that you truly and honestly love. I love that for her. I am in awe. I'm jealous. I am like, wow, you, you've got it mastered, but also has that insane skill set that background film school knowledge, all of that writing knowledge, all of those pieces, I think, kind of puzzled together to make a very intricate person that was kind of perfectly suited for all of the ventures that she's doing now. I'm wildly impressed. I love that. It kind of seems like her life just aligned for all of this to happen at this point. And she's rather young, you know? So, like, yeah. good for her. And I just... I'm a fan. I'm a big, big fan. She knows that I think she's hot. She thinks that I'm You got I'm it hot. out. You got it out. I, I know. It was, it was reciprocated. It was reciprocated. I, I'm just, I'm just a really, I just, I'm, I'm just so blown away. I mean, I love her personality. She was yeah. easy to talk to. Like, oh my God. I mean, what we got to talk person. a little more post interview and I, we could have sat on there for quite a while longer. We really could have. It's going to yeah. be a two hour show, honestly. Very much. Anyways, Very fascinated that the book club was also the show and tell pick, which yes. with I'm still blown by the amount of engagement that goes into that true crime stuff, but that you put you can tell mm -hmm. very passionate about that. But her passion is in that book club mm -hmm. is in the morbidly curious book club is in that Instagram. I loved kind of being able to hear the track. You've gotten to participate. I have not yet. Yeah. Um, shame on me again. But I, I loved kind of hearing that, that you are engaging throughout the entire time that you're reading the book. I find that really interesting because sometimes you do forget by the time you get to a discussion moment. Yeah. And those little polls and interaction pieces, it's a really cool way to keep it going and kind of get those little tidbits out before yeah. the big... And she does too. a really great job of putting that stuff together. And I'm, that just like, again, it goes with her background of, uh, in writing and being organized. And like I said, when I was watching the, uh, when I was being a part of the discussion, I mean, sis, 
she had a full list of things and she was flipping through her pages and you know she had her tabs so she knew what she was talking about like yeah. oh it was so good like she's just so professional and she has it together like i'm so excited for what the future holds for her because she just like she just got it all together it seems like so she's amazing i can't i just can't stop raving about her i, I feel honored i really do i feel honored that um we've come we've had so many great guests i love the fact though that there's such a big following here, but you are, I love book talk. I love the book talk community. These are my people. I just, I love it so much. And it's true. And the fact that we actually, there's some crossover. Nathan, who was just participating in that book club yeah. um, at Schizophrenic Reads will be a guest on this show too. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to have a lot of those friend crossovers where all of our friends in our head are probably, they're all yeah. friends in each other's heads too. I, I love, I love it. It's a big network. It feels like a little bit of a family. It feels like we're all kind of like, you know, related in a sense, right? Like Extended you know, like, cousins, yeah. Yeah, in a sense. So it's like, it, it's really exciting. I can't wait to, you know, talk to some of these other people and, you know, the people that she's had connections to and whatnot and just, just amazing. I just, I can't get enough of it. I and in doing. Charlotte, don't have dates without me. Oh. I, I know. I'd be like, sorry, my hot friend is here. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go talk unaliving. I know. <clears throat> I, yeah. This is a murder podcast, by the way. We're changing it. Okay, we're getting into the money. This is a murder podcast. <laughs> we can. We'll talk about it right now. I know. I, we'll find them. I'm going to get in the case files. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But thanks so much to Pat, for, to Patricia for being on the show. Yes, we really thank you, appreciate thank you, thank you. It was awesome. So uh, impressive. So impressive. With that being said, I think that's it for us here today. Please be sure to follow us on all of the things. We are on TikTok at Sierra.Ann.Ryan. And we are also on YouTube at Sierra.Ann.Ryan.TalkTalk. T-A-L-K-T-O-K. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And don't forget that we also have our uh, separate pages. So, you know, please make sure you're following Ryan at Rye underscore Brary and follow me at, at cc.b.reading. I think we'll, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Glad we had this talk. Yeah.